Cinda Williams here. Merry Christmas 2020. I am so excited to welcome you to the 34th and final episode of season one of the PPC podcast. I never mentioned seasons before because honestly, I didn't know how long I was going to be doing this, but I decided that I wanted to end season one for Christmas and pick up season two in January after the new year. And on that note, let's get on with it. Everybody has their own ideas about what Christmas means. For Christians, uh, the reason for the season is Jesus, the birth of this man who has affected our lives so much, who's our everything. For some people, especially people from other religions, it's a time to celebrate family and friends and a time to come together. Some people, it's all about how much money they can make, how much I'm going to (laughs) sell as gifts. There's all kinds of reasons. For me, I celebrate it all. I love Christmas carols. I love the movies. I love the decorations and the trees. I've never been huge on giving gifts, though. You know, coming from a large family, we didn't get a lot of stuff. And I found that because of that, we weren't spoiled. And I kind of continue that tradition with my daughter. I did give her some things or her dad gave her some things, but we didn't overdo it because for us, the Christianity point of view was more important. This, this wonderful teacher, man, Messiah for many came into this world. Now, from my studies, I realized that Jesus probably wasn't born on December 22nd. That was actually winter solstice, a pagan holiday when they celebrated the shortest day of the year. Um, We understand that he was probably born in June. That's what they're saying. But the story was so beautiful. It was about this family being led by God to safety and protection and it was about strangers that came into their lives to help them through this time they couldn't find a place to stay but they ended up staying in a barn and then there were strangers that came and gave them gifts they were taken care of all of that is what really stood out to me because it's a lesson for how to live our lives today loving people in need celebrating God all of these things are what Christmas is about to me for this special short Christmas podcast I'm going to share with you a story from my life from my book Pink Panty Confessions where I talk about one Christmas and then after that I'm going to share with you a beautiful Christmas song called Like Christmas from my friend's Janice Dempsey and Danny Pickering. Christmas is about connections. 
When we were growing up, my extended family would usually come to Chicago to celebrate with us. My grandparents, aunts, uncles, and cousins would all cram into our house. It was such a thrilling time. Whatever challenges or disputes we had were put aside. If there was an issue, you tabled it until December 26th. The family would invariably spread out into groups after the greetings were made. The women would prepare the feast the entire day of Christmas Eve. They could cook, especially my grandma. Every meal she made came out tasting like perfection. My Aunt Ann Lee was a fabulous pastry chef. The pies were delicious. The men would usually crash in front of the TV, loudly cheering for whatever basketball or football team was playing. My dad kept the wood fireplace hot. The kids played either in our finished basement or up at the bedrooms. Our parents would often throw us outside with the dogs for hours to tire us out. I'm sure they needed some reprieve from the constant yelling, laughing, and fighting. For years, I was the only girl, so I got to intermingle amongst any of these groups. Gifts were exciting, but they weren't the central theme of the holiday in those days. Every Christmas morning, the tree would be almost buried with gifts because there were so many of us, but we only got two gifts at most. I grew up in the Christian church, so the account of Jesus' birth was one I was very familiar with. My grandfather was a pastor and made sure we knew the reason for the season. It's about the gift of Jesus' life. I revered the nativity story. I often imagine how difficult the times must have been for Mary and Joseph. My papa never sugarcoated the truth. He would explain the religious dogma of the times, the rules Jewish people were meant to follow. It was a miracle that Mary wasn't stoned, or at least flogged for saying she was the mother of the Messiah and pregnant by God. She had to be very brave, and Joseph had to be the kindest man on earth. This was the usual Christmas Eve night ritual. The children would look under the tree forlornly. There were a few gifts sprinkled about, but nothing substantial. We were always exhausted by 8 p.m. We would usually eat something light and easy. The heavy eating was saved for Christmas Day. We'd sit in front of the TV watching a Christmas special, but we couldn't really get into it. The anticipation was just too overwhelming. Then the dreaded bedtime would be announced Go to bed now. Do not pass go. Go directly to bed. Someone always cautioned us that if we got up, Santa would not come. And Daddy couldn't help but warn us, if anybody gets up, you all will get a whipping. So off to bed we'd go every year, except when I turned eight. I suffered from insomnia then, just like now. I decided to brave Santa's wrath and my daddy's belt and see what in the world happened after 9 o'clock p.m. on Christmas Eve. I made sure neither of my snot-nosed brothers or crazy cousins followed me as I tiptoed down the stairs. What I saw was a shock. Some of the adults danced around the living room to the soulful hits from the time. Something from Earth, Wind & Fire, I think. Everybody toasted and drank something. It wasn't eggnog, that's for sure. 
Daddy had a brown bag of barbecue rib tips and some white bread. He had sauce dripping down his mouth as he laughed at something my Uncle King said. Aunt Sadiq was doing some African dance moves as usual. Papa shook his head and smiled. I crept down the stairs and into the kitchen. No one was there. I peeked into the dining room. Mommy and all the other adults surrounded the dining room table busily wrapping gifts. So that was how so many gifts ended up under the tree. Wait, no Santa? I stood there quaking with anger for a minute. They lied to me. But my angst only lasted a moment. I had always recognized my papa dressed up like Santa on Christmas mornings past. My daddy and uncles were his elves. I just assumed they were Santa's representatives. What I saw here was so much better than a fat old stranger sliding down my chimney. The Williams house was filled with love and affection. Our parents loved us so much they performed this tradition every year. It couldn't have been easy hiding all those toys, sneaking around playing it cool, keeping secrets. I couldn't wait until I grew up so I could play my part in this side of the Christmas drama. After taking all this joy in, I finally took myself to bed and slept soundly. I'm not sure I've ever felt that enveloped in safety and goodness again. So yes, I'm one of those Christmas lovers. My prayer is that each one of you feels peace, safety, and love this Christmas and beyond.
Well, that's it for another PPC podcast. I hope you all find joy today and beyond. God bless you all. That's a wrap.